Alright everyone, episode 153 with myself is about to start. Welcome back to another episode everyone of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. And today, as always, I am going solo and we need to begin with some shoutouts for the top cities listening to my show because every week we have new ones. And number one I'm really excited about all the way out in Chile is a city called Santiago. Shout out to everybody in Chile listening to my show. Really honored to have everyone out there listening to my show. Number two, which is pretty cool, is my city here where I live, Langley, in British Columbia, Canada. Shout out to everyone locally listening to my show. And it's probably because I've been using the hashtag of LangleyBC on Instagram. So thank you for taking the time to click the link in my bio for the podcast and listening to me ramble on and chat with amazing people that I've had on my show. And then number three is Denver, Colorado. Shout out to everybody in Denver. I got to go visit that city in June. I think it was June for a wedding. Shout out to everybody out there. So to begin, I want to talk about something that a lot of my clients go through when they get started with their fitness and health journey, and it's going too fast in the very beginning. And this happens to everybody. And I try to try to tackle this thing right off the bat because I've seen it happen over and over again where people have all this motivation, all this like passion to get their health in order and out of nowhere they crash and burn. So an example of this is, you know, I've actually, you know what, I will tell you a story of one client that signed up with me. I remember his consultation. He was super pumped to start training and start getting his eating in order and just straight up like halfway through my consultation, like he just told me straight up, I want to train with you five days a week. And I was like, oh, sweet. But in my head, I'm like, okay, well, sure, he's going to pay a lot of money for that. But is that in the best interest of this person? So I asked him, okay, well, when was the last time you trained five days a week? And he's like, oh, I've never done that before. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe we start with one day a week and make that, you know, habit make that a like a weekly thing that's part of your life and then start adding more and he was almost like confused and he was just like well, what do you mean and I'm like well you know five days a week is great and you can build up to it but you know it's just like anything else like if you wanted to I don't know start race car driving if you started going five days a week from the very beginning, you're probably going to be way too sore, you're going to be tired of sitting in that posture all the time, and you're just not going to feel that great, and your motivation is going to, you know, sink pretty fast. Whereas if you went once a week to the racetrack and to a sports car, it'll be, like, exciting. You'll look forward to it. And, yeah, you'll get a little sore, but you'll recover, and then you're going to want to go back. And I think that's the important thing about fitness and health is you want to do it. It's not a chore, or at least it's something that, you know, you kind of look forward to. But this also comes down to the coaching side that, you know, 
if training and working out is not a fun thing for you, your coach should kind of bridge that gap where you're like, okay, yeah, I don't really like to exercise, but you know, because my coach is there, I'm going to go. And actually that brings me to another story. I have a client right now where every summer it's really difficult for her to stay consistent. And I've been training her for four years and summer has always been the worst time because she has a place out of the city about four hours away and it's kind of like her vacation spot with her husband and you know when you change your environment like all bets are off you know she's drinking every day um she'll eat whatever she wants and then when she comes back into town the idea of going back to the gym and going back to a routine is like oh my god i don't want to go and um you know what i've noticed is over the years like the first year when that happened she completely took the entire summer off like we had her sessions scheduled and um she kept missing them and she's like you know what i'm just gonna restart in september when september came around i'm like hey you know i have your spot open like what's going on she's like oh you know i just have to get my stuff together and she actually started back in november so it was a prolonged period then the next year happened and I told her, like, hey, you know what would be a good goal for you is to, like, just maintain one day a week because she was coming uh, two days a week with me. And, um, you know, it kind of happened. She was kind of sporadic. And then in August, she just stopped training completely. And I'm like, okay, so this time, September is going to be your goal. And it actually happened. And then, like, every year it's been getting a little bit better. And then this year um, has probably been the best where she's actually been – coming during the summer and you know she missed one week and then when she came back we started chatting and she's like I don't know what's wrong with me like this always happens and I'm like you know what you got to look at the last couple of years you know when we first started together you just completely took off summer completely whereas now you're actually showing up yeah it's kind of hard to get into the gym but you're you're coming in that's a huge huge change and I think a lot of people don't look at the small details when they feel like they're failing and you know if it's not perfect to them they're just like oh my god I'm a failure like there's this is there's no point and you know I told her like our communication is wide open like at any time you feel like oh I don't want to go email me and that's what she's been doing so she would actually email me on the days where she has the gym and she'll be like, oh my God, Raph, I don't want to go. Like this is, I just want to stay home. I just want to do nothing. And then I'll email her back with something funny or something motivating or whatever and she'll show up. And then when she gets to the gym, she always tells me, she's like, the hardest part is just starting. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? The moment you get past the warm up, you're good to go. And for me, when I train clients, I'm really engaging in conversation during the hour, so it doesn't really feel like it's a workout session, if that makes sense. Like, I really try to hone in on making it an experience that you enjoy, rather than blaring music and just working out, because for the general population, most of them don't really want to be there, so I try to make the experiences, you know, fun as as possible at the same time giving good coaching and after every session she's always like you know what I'm glad I came and I'm like yeah of course like it's just starting 
But, you know, if you have a good environment that I try to create in the gym, then you're always going to be successful. So going off of that, going back to my original point of starting too soon, um, you want to start off slow. You could have as much motivation and passion and excitement to do something every single day and have all the right intentions, but eventually you're going to hit a wall where you're like, holy shit, I took on too much because it's, it's going to overtake your life for a little bit and then out of nowhere, boom. And I've seen it with so many different clients where, you know, they can be really successful for it with, you know, say for four months, five months, and then something's going to give, right? I think you need to evaluate your life if you can actually, you know, put away five hours a week to work out, to meal prep, to whatever. You need to start off slow, like with anything. And it kind of blows my mind when people like clients in general, don't evaluate what's going on in their life and then they take on something, right? I have another um, client that I'm thinking of right now where, you know, their life is so freaking busy to a point where this client has told me so many times, like, oh my God, I really want to work out more and I know it's good for me and I know my results will come faster if I add like one more day, but it's just like I can't find the time. And we literally like sat down and audited their time and it's like, yeah, shit, like you have to manage a lot of things in order to be able to even come here today. And then, you know, a couple months go by and now they're wanting to get a puppy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, sure, having a pet and everything is great. It's going to fulfill your life. But do you actually have the time to take care of a small little puppy that's basically like a child to make sure that it doesn't eat everything at your house, it doesn't pee on everything, it's not going to poop on everything, and then you're going to go take it on to walks, and then if you're going to take that extra step, take it to obedience classes, like, that's a lot of time. And something else is going to give, right? So my big thing is for clients that are super, super motivated to get their fitness and health in order is evaluate what's going on in your life to be ready for this change. If it's kind of like touch and go, then be realistic with your time. Sure, five days a week will get to your goal faster, but one day a week going to the gym for the next three years being consistent at it is going to get you to your goal a lot faster. And I think a lot of people don't understand the power of consistency. Like it is huge. And an example is I'm working with one client right now and I've trained her in the past and she's recently come back to me because all of her injuries have caught up to her. Like she is really broken right now. And from the very beginning, I told her, I'm like, we're going to do the minimal amount of work to make sure that you're going to stay consistent. So I told her, one, we're going to do 30-minute sessions one day a week, and a lot of it is just going to be focused on mobility and movement, and we're going to slowly incorporate um, new stuff. So only recently I gave her like a strength exercise, and it was an elevated kettlebell deadlift for one set of eight reps. And I followed up with her the next day, and her hamstrings were toast, like, her body just can't take on that much volume without pain. So, you know, we've been training together for three months now, and 
her low back pain's gone. And she's been consistent, super consistent. Even during the summer and when she's taken, taken a week off and she had to miss her session, she rebooked it the next week, so she came in twice. And we were chatting, and she's like, yeah, I just can't believe how I feel now. You know, and I've been only doing small things. And I'm like, yeah, because you've been consistent at it. Small little changes add up. You don't have to go, you know, balls to the wall, change everything in your life in order to see what you want to achieve. And she's been working directly with a chiropractor that I work with. And I was talking to her chiro and she was just like, yeah, you know, the client's doing really well. Like, what have you been doing? And I started telling her what I've been doing. And she was under the impression that I was doing a full hour with her. And I'm like, no, we're doing 30 minutes. And she was kind of like, holy shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's the power of consistency. And if you have a well-designed plan, like, it's bulletproof. And I don't think people understand that. Like, I guarantee you, if you are struggling with something right now, and all you did was having whey protein powder and water every single day for the next year, I guarantee you'd probably lose some weight, you'd gain some muscle, and you'd feel better. Boom, done. And the moment you, you, you know, get that first thing under um, your belt and you're successful at it, adding more stuff becomes easier, right? It's just that first initial, like, motion of starting and being consistent the worst thing you can do is taking on too much and then falling apart in the first month two months three months and i've seen it happen all the time and i have another client in mind where he wants to like literally look like the rock he wants to be muscular he wants to get strong he just wants to be a badass which is awesome and he'll go through spurts of being consistent for three months and then disappearing for two. Be consistent for a month, dis- disappearing for one. And he's been doing that for a long time and has never seen the result he wanted. And I'm like, dude, like, just be consistent with one day. I know it doesn't seem like enough, but you will kill it if you're just consistent. So I'm going to leave it at that. If you are starting your journey and you're like, all right, I'm going to do whatever it takes just know that based on my experience with clients that I that are everyday people, they usually fail. I haven't had one person completely change their entire body and life by doing everything. So you're better off focusing on one thing and slowly building. Like you want to crawl before you start sprinting. And don't underestimate the power of consistency. That is huge. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Remember to share this podcast with all your friends and family. Post it on every single social network. And keep your eye out for the Cut the Shit, Get Fit t-shirt that I'm going to be releasing hopefully by next week. And I will post the link everywhere. Post the link in the show notes. And that is it. Reach out to me through email, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you got to do. I'm happy to say hello back or give you some advice or whatever it is. And that is it. Until next week, you guys.